Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Jeff, were you distracted by something? Mm, yes, we've already put the subreddits on the board, uh, and I am browsing one of them. Uh-oh. Jeff, you can't. <laughs> you absolutely shouldn't. Then you shouldn't have said I need it. to start... Yeah, I need to start holding back on mine. Before. I guess. I guess I just assumed that Jeff, you had the level of self control of a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Yes. You should know that I have no self control. Uh, the impulse portion of my brain is connected directly to the nerve ending of every muscle in my body, and there is no consciousness between them. And the muscles are connected to the knee bone. I've heard yeah. this song. Didn't we talk about this last week? <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Cool. Let me open up my notes file and add dem bones yet again. No, we've definitely, <laughs> definitely had dem bones at the end of an episode before. I don't know if we've had that at the end of the episode, but I know that we've been adding it to the notes for the longest time. Uh, That's another one that has not been at the end of an episode. (laughs) Guys, before we go any further, it is Mm -hmm. very important that the three of us talk about the fact that we are fucking Nostradamus and Uh we are making the world happen by our will alone. What this time? What happened now? Okay. I realize that we all forget everything we talked about every episode instantly as soon as it's done recording. We're like Cassandra in uh, the Epics. <laughs> yes. And so it's entirely possible that you guys have both forgotten about this. The mm-hmm. only reason I remember it is because I was listening back to episodes randomly a little while ago, and so I heard it. Ew, and now yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just click around and be like, is this funny? It's never funny. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think it was the Goths episode. I can't remember which episode it was. It was a while ago. Um, we were talking about the movie Get Out and about how good okay. it was. And I, wa- I, was ta- I think it was my thing from online. I watched it on a plane and we talked about the movie Get Out. And we talked about how great a job Jordan Peele did making that movie and how the twist was like so good and not as like even if you expected some twist, it wasn't. Yeah, one. I know where this is going to. And and Matt, they and announced that before God. that episode. <laughs> Did they? They announced no. it so long ago, like the spring. I don't. Mm, I think we predicted this. I think this was before <laughs> they announced by, it. By forgetting well, we, about okay. it, you did. <laughs> okay, but we didn't mention in that episode that he ha- that it had already been announced. Well, <laughs> but it had though way back. I, I think okay. we had assumed I think that we everyone knew. An episode where we <laughs> did talk about the announcement very briefly. <laughs> anyway, fin- finish, finish your anyway. finish your thing so the audience knows what you were talking yes. about. <laughs> I thought that you, that it was our prediction that Jordan Peele would be a great person to direct or to show run a reboot of the Twilight Zone right. and. They just posted a trailer for it. That's not my thing from online. I have another thing, but uh, I just I thought that that was us predicting that that was going to happen. But I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I think very good though. Either way, yeah, it's going to be amazing. 
I think... Do you guys think... Go ahead. No, you go. Do you guys think it's going to be remakes of old episodes or entirely new or a combination? I'm really hoping it's a combination. I I think it might be, yeah. I'm afraid it's going to be all remakes. Wait, what'd you say, Jeff? I said I want no remakes. Ooh, I don't know, though, because some of the remakes of the of Twilight Zone stories can be very good. I will say, even though, obviously, the original Twilight Zone is, like, the best, um, the Twilight Zone movie that they made in the 80s was pretty good, and some of the ways that they reimagined those stories made them better. I, yeah, I guess. I don't like... I like I liked some of the constraints of the original show, that they couldn't get too gory or, like, horrifying. And yeah. I'm afraid the new one's gonna go too far. Yeah, oh, if they have even one second of CGI, I'm turning it off and never watching it again. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, about CGI and television shows. You don't notice it, like, 90% of the time, unless it's a CGI mm-hmm. monster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, I do. Maybe, maybe for stuff where they're like, we're gonna digitally remove this mole from this actor's face, or, like, we're gonna digitally put a baby's face over Patrick Stewart's face so that it looks like he's younger at the beginning of this movie. Near, nearly all of the CGI work on television is just making the sets go more than six feet tall for <laughs> long shots. I feel like a lot of it, especially for comedy shows, is we're not actually going to set anything on fire. <laughs> we're going to use CGI to make it look like things are on fire. Spoiler alert, they never look like they're actually on yeah, fire. <laughs> no, never ever one time have I been like, that looks like how fire does. <laughs> It's wild if you watch, you can watch YouTube videos of, like, behind-the-scenes special effects, and it'll be like, here's The Sopranos. Actually, all of it was CG, except for Tony Soprano. He was just on a green screen the whole time. And I'm like, what? It looked like he was in a living room in New Jersey. That's crazy. Uh, and Boardwalk Empire, almost, that was mostly CG. Like, they yeah, built... Yeah, Buscemi, can you imagine if a real person actually looked like that? <laughs> they, they build, like, to just above the actor's head of set and then they fill in, like, the sky and the rest of the buildings and all of the backgrounds with just CG. Yeah, that's fine. If that's what they're gonna do, that's fine, but, like... It's funny you say that, but Boardwalk Empire did have a World War One veteran who had half of his face destroyed in the war, uh, and they did use CG to show when you oh, yeah. see his face, and that actually was really good. Yeah, that's true, but making it... First of all, like... Yes, you're right, but that will make a Twilight Zone. If that was a Twilight Zone episode about a guy who had half his face destroyed in the war, and it was CG, I still think it would make it bad. Even <laughs> if it was, I, even if it was as good as the the effect in Boardwalk Empire, like what you were just saying about the constraints of the original show. Part of what made it so great was the fact that they were like, we need to make these people really ugly to hammer home this idea of like beauty versus ugly- ugliness. What's the best ugly makeup we can do? Mm, pig noses. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. That, that brings up another thing. The original often uh, used just sets that were around that they yeah. had access to. Yeah. So I'm, are we going to want to see like people wandering around, say, the set of NCIS Los Angeles, but all humanity has disappeared? Ooh. 
Is that the yeah. friend's apartment? I didn't know that was still available. <laughs> I, the the apart the main apartment from How Could I Met I- Your Mother is repurposed in another sitcom, and I can't remember which one for the life of me. But that would be really really funny if it's like, oh, this is just Big Bag Theory's house. Okay, wait, Jeff. <laughs> Big oh, Bag oh, Theory, guys, uh, guys, you're killing me. I'm gonna go back to the thing it I said about like friends. Sounds like a great infomercial name. Yeah. Thank you. Go on. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the thing about a friends because I had a joke afterwards that I yes. got cut off from, okay. and that joke was, could I be any more a giant praying mantis? I don't yes. get it. Good. I've never watched <laughs> Friends, good. I don't get it. This is praying mantis wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> yes. Why is there a praying uh, mantis there? Is that also a joke from Friends? <laughs> yeah, they were all secret <laughs> praying mantises. You didn't you find know, out in the last episode. because You know, they never mentioned zone. it. Actually, they never mentioned it on the show, but you can tell. <laughs> Oh man, do you remember that TV show? What was it? Friends? Or no, that movie, The Apple Gates or something from the, the, the Apple 80s. Gates. Was no. that the one where yes. and it, it had uh, Ed uh, Bagley Jr. Yes. as the dad of a family of alien giant praying mantises that came to Earth and pretended to be humans? Yes. That movie scared the Christ out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> that, I literally that's that's I, the Coneheads you're describing. <laughs> no, you're no, no, this is a terrible movie. <laughs> this movie was terrible. I remember. Are you implying that the Coneheads is a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> this movie, the the distance between. A good movie and Coneheads is the distance between Coneheads and this movie. Yeah, this is <laughs> a rem- comedy starring Ed Begley Jr. and Stockard Channing as two parents who are secretly bugs who are pretending and to be all American an all, all American couple with kids. The teenage daughter bug gets like date raped by her boyfriend and then gets pregnant and yeah, does she have an abortion? Fuck that movie is weird and <laughs> terrible and horrifying. Like yeah. when I was uh, way too young to watch it, six maybe, I watched that movie and my whole skeleton left my body. How did she, um, if she was a bug from space? Uh No, she was a bug from the Amazon. Let's not get crazy. Oh, was that what it was? Okay, I couldn't remember. How does she get pregnant? Yeah, that's not addressed. Well, how is is Babby formed? (laughs) In this Uh, case, in this case, I actually don't know uh, because it doesn't seem like it should work with a bug and a man. Well, that's true, but here we are. Yeah, you don't know how many base pairs they share. You don't know how their T-CAGs line up. You don't know. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I guess I don't. (laughs) You've been outsmarted (laughs) by science. (laughs) You you got me. I don't know, so whatever. Uh, Anyway, all right, Louisa, what did you do online this week? Uh, I started to see people talk more about the Halloween things that are in stores now, and it's very exciting because I love to see the terrible Halloween costumes. Hey, uh, I don't have any. We talked already about like what's going to be popular this year, Fortnite probably, but I didn't see anything about that. But just oh man, just the standard things—they're so good. I saw. Oh, I I saw a bad one. <laughs> I saw at Target the other day a costume that was, like, uh, you put your legs in it to be dinosaurs' legs, and, like, the front of it is, like, a triceratops or whatever, and it's for, like, a nine-year-old. But I would absolutely wear that costume if they made it in adult sizes. Wait, is it the one where it looks like you're riding on top of a dinosaur? Yes, it has legs. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm. And I've seen the ones that are like inflatable with velociraptors, and that is not what I want because that (laughs) is trying too hard. I like the idea of like, like last year I looked 
everywhere to find a pumpkin costume that would fit me. Just a pumpkin. Not a scary pumpkin. Not a pumpkin head man. <laughs> just like the kind of costume that a nine-year-old would wear to school. I wanted that, but they don't make them in adult sizes. Uh, have you considered they make trash bags to collect leaves <laughs> in your yard that look like big pumpkins? Mm. You just put one of those on, you fill it up with leaves. And then my salt. costume could be sweaty pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wanted to be anyway. No, <laughs> yes. you get... You just get an orange sweatshirt and draw a jack-o'-lantern face on it and wear a green no. hat. I, I understand that that's a different costume that's also funny, but the costume I wanted to do was just the exact costume that, like, everyone has a picture of themselves at five wearing, but an adult man wearing it. That was the mm. costume I wanted. If you want one I, of those ones that looks like a foam envelope that goes over your body, is that what you're talking about? Mm. Like, just round, but flat, basically. <laughs> is that what you're talking uh, about? Well, maybe. I mean, because, if you are, I think you could just buy the one for the nine-year-old and cut bigger <laughs> wa- waist and armholes in it. Yeah, it doesn't have but, pants in it. I mean, I would have to wear other clothes under it, though, because Wait it would definitely be indecent. <laughs> Hold on. Are you, are you trying to, to tell me that you think kids go naked in this? I don't those? like this plan. I mean, when I was six, I didn't wear any other clothes <laughs> under it, so... I gotta Incorrect, be authentic to the when, costume. When you were six, when we were all children, it was 30 degrees on Halloween, and we all <laughs> had to true. wear sweatpants under our costumes and yes. winter coats over them to ruin the effect, and it made us all very sad. Yes, that's true. But I did one year go as this exact pumpkin that I'm trying to be. <laughs> Just like a felt bag <laughs> with like felt triangles for eyes and a mouth like stitched to it. I guess I could make one. You but. sure could. Or you could buy an orange bean bag chair, take all the beans out, put that mm. on. Now I'm like, I like where you're going with this yeah. one. Don't take all the beans out, I guess. It was, that was my first mistake. Leave some of those beans in there. Mm. Yeah, I want to have a real dumpy <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Dumpy oh, Pumpkin man. is my yeah. rap name. <laughs> That's like, oh my god, what was that guy's name? Was it George Bernard Shaw who did the cellar door thing? Because I think we may have him beat with Dumpy Pumpkin. <laughs> the most beautiful phrase in the English language, Dumpy Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good! It uh, is very good. I'm going to be thinking it over and over, I'm sure. Dumpy <laughs> <Something> Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's, it's like a bad pet name for uh, for a loved one. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to, it's like the kind of pet name that you would try out on your loved one thinking it might be endearing, but they get very mad at you. <laughs> and then from then on, you have to call them Dumpy Pumpkin all the time. <laughs> oh, man. I love that phrase, Dumpy Pumpkin. Can we change the name of our podcast to Dumpy Pumpkin? <laughs> Yeah, yes. it's a Halloween podcast all year round. It's gonna be, I'm definitely gonna steal that as like a dodgeball team name or a trivia team name or something next time yes. I do that. Oh, that's very good. Um, anyway, um, so what costumes did you get excited your imagination, Louisa? <laughs> Nothing really, just uh, people uh, showing ones that are terrible, like, oh, I'm a sext, and then it's like a phone screen, but it's real bad. Or, like, there was a sexy Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, that was oh, the one no. I was going to bring up yeah. as a bad one. What? It, yeah, they, no. they, Wait, got, they got removed yeah. from online. They, like, had to... <laughs> they had to do, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remove it, like, instantly because of how <laughs> the replies blew up. 
Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I do very much enjoy We see the same ones every year, but ones that are exactly trying to be, you know, Jack Sparrow, but they're not going to pay Disney for that license, so they're just, like, slightly off-brand Jack Sparrow. I do love that. They had some kits in Target the other day that were dress-up-your-skeleton kits that were just, like, costumes to put on your skeleton. (laughs) There wasn't a skeleton in that bag. Technically, all costumes are costumes of <laughs> your skeleton. I mean, I guess. I don't think they mean your personal skeleton that you keep in you. Oh, uh, your personal skeleton is probably my favorite Depeche Mode <laughs> song. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, that would be a great... You know how, like, people always try to do Halloween remakes of uh, classic songs? I bet my own personal Jesus redone with skeleton would be pretty good. That thing you said is crazy. <laughs> no yeah, one tries no. to do it. Like, Depeche, Depeche Mode is already a Halloween remake of popular music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, there's plenty of people who've tried to remake classic songs. As, for Halloween? Uh, for Not Halloween for Christmas. Songs. Okay. Can you give yep. me any examples? Uh, yeah, like, um, uh, Proud Mary was re-recorded as Proud Scary, remember? <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> That's not real at all. It was released at the same time. It was the B-side to that <laughs> yes, song. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Uh, the Beatles' Let It Be was, uh, Let It, uh... No! Let it, oh, God. What? Let, stick the landing! Let It Zombie? No! Yeah, okay. God, no. You were what? the one who chose the thing to be the Halloween thing. You had yeah. every song in the world to choose from. Let It Boo! <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Listen, I I can't stop talking. Yes. So like, I, I have to hear let you it be. When you came up with the song, and you're like, uh oh, I've got, I've gone down into a cul-de-sac yeah. now. I think I came out of it pretty okay. <laughs> I think I recovered it all right. Yeah, you didn't get trapped in that haunted house. Yeah, I did okay. Oh, hold on, uh, Louisa, did you just propose a haunted house where you get trapped in it if you can't think of a good enough pun on a popular song to make it Halloween themed? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this would be that. like, <laughs> to like a piece like, of ghost. Yeah. That would be like if we made a haunted house. It <laughs> yeah, would be, exactly. It would be bad and no one would care about it, but you weren't wouldn't be allowed to leave until you came up with a terrible joke. No, see, here's the thing. It would look bad from the outside because we wouldn't try very hard, but mm. Jeff has escape room knowledge to help us make mm. it real good on the inside, so you can't yeah. fucking get out unless you there can you answer go. our riddles. I really want I, th- I do an escape room for Halloween instead of a haunted house. It's like the same amount of money, and it's way scarier. <laughs> uh, Jen and I were talking this morning about uh, haunted houses, and mm-hmm. I've never seen this, and she hadn't either, and we both have been to quite a few haunted houses. Why have no haunted houses started having cast members pretending to be patrons? Oh, like, yeah. Walk- walking yeah. around in the haunted house as well, like, hey, my girlfriend's missing, like, we got separated, can you help me find her? Or, like, I'm so scared, can you help me get out of here? And then just, like, have that person get fucking shellacked by a yeah. monster, and uh-huh. you're like, oh, shit, that would be amazing. Yeah, why don't they, again. they should definitely have plants to be like, ah, ha, ha, yeah. you can't touch me, chainsaw man, and then they just, like, <laughs> get, like, squibbed with chainsaw juice. Blood, that's Ooh, what it's called. The best one... 
the best one we came up with was a person like on the ground, like, oh, I tripped over something and I hurt my leg. Can you help me get to the emergency exit? And like, you go over to one of the monsters and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, this guy's hurt. Don't like jump out at us. And then that person's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And leads them over to like an emergency exit and opens the door. And there's just a bunch of like dead bodies in there. And then they shove them in and the person screams and they lock it behind them. That would be so scary! Maybe it's because haunted houses are for children, and that would be too scary. <laughs> Not all haunted houses are for children. Some of them are very upsetting. Yeah, but... They do one in that, uh, the, uh, prison in, outside yeah, of Philly. The East Gates, the penitentiary? Yeah, Eastern State. Eastern yes. State Penitentiary? Yeah. Yes, that one is very good and scary. The, the ones that are for adults, for the most part, you go in alone, though, so they wouldn't be able to trick you that way. I don't know that that's true. Usually you go in little groups. Yeah. yeah, well, it's either, like, alone or with your friends, isn't it? Yeah, but it, what I'm saying is you'd have one person be like, oh, I, I fell behind my group because I, whatever, can you help me? Yeah. Now, yeah, what they need to do is the great movie ride plot spoilers upcoming for Disney Hollywood oh my God. movie ride. No, I, wanna, I, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. ride anymore. <laughs> no, shut up. Everyone shut up. You get in a little boat and it's piloted by your tour guide who's telling you about the movies, but at it a certain a, point... It's a car, not a boat. It's not on water. Go on. And there's parts of it that are underwater. No, there aren't. Underwater? <laughs> what am I thinking of then? I'm thinking of that dinosaur energy one. Okay. So it's not <laughs> big a, dinosaur it's a big energy. Car. <laughs> but uh, your your tour guide at one point is like, oh, you know what? Something's going on over there. I better get out and see what it is. And then your tour guide gets killed, and then a bad guy takes over your tour, and he's taking you on the tour now. So do that, but with a monster taking over. Yep. Nothing there to me. The, my favorite thing is an amusement park ride where they pretend that something has gone wrong. Yes. That's why I really yeah, I, like the Hulk coaster the and the Tower of Terror, which is <laughs> no longer the Tower of Terror, and it's some kind of Guardians of the Galaxy prison escape ride? Garbage. Only, only in California. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. East Coast um, pride. I will say, that, but that's why I think this plant idea is so, such a good one. It is good. Because you could have the person be like, something has gone really wrong. Like, I don't know, like, I got to the exit, but it was just like, the knob was covered in blood, and I'm so upset. Like, now, I think you got to have it way more low-key if you want to actually trick people, because the things you're saying now, I would be like, okay, yeah, this person's a plant. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously I'm not going through the whole patter right now. Okay. Like, they would have to lead up to it, or just be scared and be like, please, I'm so scared. Like, I'm a child, I'm, and I'm scared. Yeah. Help but it's an adult, and they're like, oh, I'm a little baby, and I'm so scared. Help me, yeah, daddy. And they're wearing a diaper. <laughs> And, oh, they, <laughs> and they use it in front of you and you can tell. And then there's a dog <laughs> blowing someone behind one of the doors of the haunted house. And you're like, what's up with that? What? That's unexplained. What? And then there's two twins. There's an old lady in a bathtub. The elevator's open and blood just starts gushing out. You're like, what's up with this haunted house? All of these haunted events seem unrelated to anything else going on. Did you say a dog blowing somebody? <laughs> Matt doesn't know anything about The Shining, apparently. No, I've seen The Shining. I thought that was a bear. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's a man. <laughs> That's the important I think it's thing. a man in a dog mask. So you knew what I was talking I about, was but a- you were acting all shocked because I well, said the wrong animal. No, 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 no. Listen, the first Shining reference you made was a dog blowing something. Yeah, uh-huh. And given that I always thought it was a bear mask, that didn't connect to The Shining for me. Okay. Yeah, I don't dog would be a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. 
A dog? Ew! <laughs> I can't remember bear porn! What is this? <laughs> oh man, I connect so closely to the, the subreddit I got. Well, let's not talk about yeah, that no yet. Spoilers. Matt, Matt, what did you do online? Uh, so, I saw trailers for a movie online that I ended up going to see on Friday, and that movie was uh, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Oh man, yeah. was it as horny as I wanted it to be? Was it as good no. as the book? Um, it wasn't quite as good as a book, but it was way better than I thought oh. this adaptation of the book was going to be. Huh, that's good. That's good. Um, I really loved the book when I was a kid. I must have read it about a hundred times when I was a kid. And, like, so I, I kind of went into it assuming it was going to be garbage, but it was pretty good. And, shockingly, they didn't shy away from any of the what? devil worship stuff. Or the, the, the robot needed eyeballs? Yeah, that's in there. What? The, the Holocaust <laughs> stuff is in there. Like, they do not back away from any of that. It's all in there. Oh, man. Kyle that's McLaughlin scary. plays some kind of evil sorcerer, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, so it is very erotic. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I got from the trailer that Jack Black and Kate Blanchett would edge each other for the whole movie, just flirting but never smooching. <laughs> No, they, I mean, their relationship is, like, more like a brother and sister than anything. Oh, in the, the, in the, the trailers lied. <clears throat> yeah. Now, there is a very horny scene where zombie Kyle McLaughlin gropes his, like, shape-changing teenage wife or whatever, so... Okay, that's that. a big sentence with a lot of things <laughs> happening in it. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that's kind of a spoiler, but I assume everyone has read this book because it's been out since 1975. I actually had not even heard of this book until I saw a trailer for the movie. Listen, the didn't is- you go to the library and look at the list of the books that were the recommended reading books and read those books? Um, well, one, no, and two, this wasn't a recommended book, and three, I was reading adult books by the time I was in middle school because I was an idiot. Now, well, by, we were doing by, that too, but when now, we were like eight, we were reading the books for tweens. Now, by adult books, you mean erotica, Jeff? Uh, no, I yeah. mean I read The Grapes of Wrath voluntarily in eighth grade. <laughs> That's very stupid. <laughs> also, that book is amazing. I could not, I could not get through it now as an adult. There's no way I wouldn't even attempt it. It's so yeah. boring. It I, mean, is, I, yeah. I had to read it in school, and I didn't. I mean, I, I just read the Cliff's Notes I'm, or whatever because it. Was so boring. I'm teaching eighth grade at ELA now, and they do book clubs where they do like self-selected reading in small groups. And the teacher mm-hmm. I teach with had some of the kids last year reading It by Stephen King. They wanted to All because right. the movie came out, and like these kids in this like it's it's sort of a, a high need school in that it has a, a low grade level literacy rate and these kids were like yeah I'm gonna read this 1200 page book for adults that has like mature violent and sexual themes in it and they did it it's impressive no, no. That's not good. I remember reading some Stephen King when I was in high school, maybe, and like getting partway through a book and being like, this horrible sexual stuff is too disgusting, and I don't <laughs> want to read this anymore. It's making me upset. I've read the first maybe 200 pages of The Stand about eight times, <laughs> and I just I just hate the guy who's like basically just the lead singer of the Eagles. <laughs> it, it, like the, the main character of that book is like a like a washed up rocker who used to be like an easy rock star in the 70s or whatever. 
and he is so, like, the worst kind of person. And he's the protagonist of your fucking novel, yeah. I think? I don't know, maybe he dies when the apocalypse happens. Uh, or yeah, I, I was, I was trying to listen to the 48-hour audiobook of that uh, <laughs> novel, uh, and I yeah. think I got up to, I think I got, like, halfway through it. Uh, I think I got almost a full work, way th- work week through listening to that book, and just kind of <laughs> gave up. I can't believe how hard it is to get to the end of that book. I read the entire Wheel of Time series, which is 27 books long, and I couldn't finish the stand. I read a Game of Thrones and then listened to the 40-hour audiobooks of all four sequels and loved them. And that's mostly uh, people from a long time ago repeating the same sad like catchphrase over and over about how their life is miserable. That's true, but there are a lot more prostitutes. That's yeah. There's mm, are there? I, I guess. Don't know. <laughs> uh, it's definitely got just as much um, troubling psychosexual terror. I think <laughs> as yes, your average true. Stephen King. I read a lot of Stephen King in my youth. He was one of my favorites. Yeah. Anyway, everyone should go see House of the Clock on Its Walls. It's surprisingly good. There's like a lot of scenes that are scary and they could have done it with CG and didn't and they instead did it with practical effects in a way that is like very satisfying. Mm. Um they added in a part where like the the bad wizard who used to own the house uh collected like old tiny carnival clockwork automatons so there's a room full of those and like yeah yeah that's scary as shit <laughs> and they were real automatons they weren't computer generated fucking terrifying I such feel a like good ad if you're a person in the real world who buys one of those off of eBay you should get put on a watch list <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure good is doing that this sounds this yep. sounds like some uh real Doctor Who nonsense. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, yes, but it's good. It's funny how you watch this and you're like, huh, they kind of told the sto- whole story of the Harry Potter series in, like, one 50-page book. Yeah, that would- Interesting. Oh, man, it would be really, really great if Harry Potter was uh, one book long. Yeah, well, that's the house with the clock in its walls. It's just Harry Potter, but one book. And there are like, more books, though. <laughs> that's true. I haven't read all of the books, because- the late, the mm-hmm. most recent one came out in two thousand and eight. Yeah, well, he had the discourtesy of dying after writing, I think, two or three of the three. books, and yeah, then they oh, see. Uh, now you have to finish. Else. It's the new wheel of time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they got Brandon uh, Sanderson to finish the, the clock with the house of well, house with the clock in its walls series. No, I made that <laughs> up. He did wheel of yeah. time. <laughs> um, there is a scene where Kyle MacLachlan sells his soul to the devil, and then the weird like devil man who also isn't computer generated and is just a guy licks Kyle MacLachlan all over. So you get to see that. Mm, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'd probably see that. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I think you actually went to a theatrical showing of the last season of Twin Peaks. <laughs> I mean, like, it, yeah, it's not that far off. The scenes of of the bad guy are like. It's what's good about this movie is that the good guy scenes are all kind of somewhere between Harry Potter and like usual kids movie dross, but then all of the bad guy scenes are like a fucking HP Lovecraft movie. <laughs> oh man, I wish there were more of those. There's not that many surprisingly few movies based off the works of HP Lovecraft. Well, HP yeah. Lovecraft leaned too heavily on the book trope that you can say this thing was indescribable. <laughs> you can't <laughs> actually do in a movie. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But that one where that town is all secretly fish people has a lot of good, like, dread 
Um, but, like, the ones that, like, Reanimator got adapted into a whole trilogy, and then Castle Freak is based on an H.P. Lovecraft thing, and it's like, is that it? And that and Dagon, we're just not gonna do anymore. Okay. They turned yeah. that, they're, they're, that new H.P. Lovecraft video game is coming out next month, oh, and that looks pretty uh, good. Oh, there's a new, it's a new Call of Cthulhu game, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, that's probably going to be good. I feel like <clears throat> the style of horror that H.P. Lovecraft uh, does lends itself better to an interactive medium anyway. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro has been trying for 20 years to get uh, At the Mountains of Madness made, but studios won't let mm-hmm. him spend, one, spend $100 million making it, and two, have it be a hard R. Uh, <laughs> but for a while, Tom Cruise was attached to star in it, and that's going to be a weird movie if that ever gets made. Maybe he'll only star in it after he's dead. That would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yes, uh, that's all. Oh, I I did want to say the best thing for me about House with a Clock in Its Walls is I remember, and all of my friends who are my age have told me similar experiences, watching kids' movies as a kid, and there being one or two scenes that are so undis- like unbelievably not for kids terrifying in those kids' movies and it kind of scarring you and shaping your whole fearscape for the rest of your life. And I'm very excited that this, I'm certain House with a Clock in Its Walls will be that for kids nowadays. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Yep, so. For me, I mean, Large Marge, I think, was a lot of people's. Yeah, for sure. Even though that is like the goofiest shit in the world now, if you watch that movie again. You know what's still scary? The uh, Angel of Death from uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yes, he is terrifying. Everything in that movie is also, pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, I watched the first, like, 15 minutes of Dark Crystal uh, earlier today, just because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to watch, and the fucking Skeksis are terrifying and disgusting. Uh, I feel like they've mellowed. They're, like, uh, comical. <laughs> I've, really. I've still but, never seen that but, movie. The first, the first five minutes of that movie, though, are just you looking at the faces of the Skeksis as rotting skin drips off their faces. It's very gross. Yeah, I really it's a shame that genre didn't take off because that the Dark Crystal was intended to start a genre of serious adult puppet movies. <laughs> like, and by wait, that wait, sounds by, crazy. By adult puppet movies, you mean erotica, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, the you new Happy it. Land Murders or whatever it's uh-huh. called. <laughs> I'm so just, I've been waiting for the Happy Time Murders for ten years, and they decided instead of making it like the serious movie that it was promised to be ten years ago to be a dick joke comedy, and I'm so upset that I'm not even going <laughs> yeah. to see it. But the Dark Crystal really delivers. It's kind of ridiculous, but it is like just a pure, like, taking itself seriously fantasy story. Yes, but it, it does... Yes, you're right, and also that makes it kind of bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I love the yeah, movie, yeah. <laughs> but also when you watch it, you're like, wow, you're still explaining... You're still explaining the mystics, huh? Like, it's so of its time. Like, it's yeah. practically the entire movie's airbrushed onto a van. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh. <laughs> oh, man, could you do a showing of it where each frame was airbrushed <laughs> on the side of a van driving past you? fast enough to make it look like it was animated. Yeah, when I'm a millionaire, that's what I'll do. <laughs> how f- I, That would be a fun math puzzle to solve. How fast would the vans have to be driving to make it animate as if it was a film? 24 frames mm. per second. Yeah, so how fast would they yeah. have to be moving horizontally for your eyes to see 24 of them every second? That is... And if you fall asleep, can they just stop or do they have to keep going? <laughs> 
Yes, and if if you choose to walk away, will they continue playing the movie? Yeah, these are all great questions. But also, Jeff, what did you do online this week? Thank you, God, for freeing me from this prison. I've been waiting for half an hour. I thought about asking you second, but then I was like, no, I'm going to ask Matt first, because Jeff is going to really want to talk about something. No, I just don't want this episode to be so long. We spent too long talking about Matt's thing. Uh, The thing I have done... It's because you guys kept interrupting me while I was trying to get my screenings out. Yes. Um, so I love consuming other work from good Twitter accounts, like I just received in the mail. I can't talk too much about this specific thing, because I just got it. Uh, the card game made by Desher Zone. Um, Ooh, yay! Desher Zone is, for those who don't know, a Twitter account um, where it's like those memes for your weird uncle who smokes weed, Except they're doing it ironically, yeah. where it's like skeletons and bad text and everything's spelled wrong, but they're doing it to be funny. Um, and they- if you want, if you want to hear a really detailed explanation of the share zone, listen to every episode of this podcast yeah. previous to this one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we've talked about it so cool. Many times. Um, but it's that's <laughs> run by, I believe. Um, Natalie D and Drew Toothpaste, who are both two good Twitter people, and they made the card game with uh, art from Casey Green, Bakun, Drill, a couple other people, um, and I'm excited to dig into that. I made the papercraft skull that came with it. I put that together. Um, oh, cool. That's fun. The other thing I've been doing is listening to a podcast by two former Viners named Miel Bredo and <laughs> Demi Adajuibe, uh called Punch Up the Jam, where they will li- listen to a um, a song that is very popular but terrible. Uh, I think the, they got, they already got to the best, I think, like the er example of this, which is Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews Band. Um, <laughs> and they will tear apart why it's bad and then debut a, uh, remix at the end that one of them has made fixing the song. Um, have they done, uh, more than words yet? I think that might be the worst one. Oh, that one's so good to sing, though. That doesn't need any punch. I, I mean, yes, it is so I good to sing. I don't think I know that one. You would know it if you heard it. Yeah. More than words is all I have to say to you. Oh, yeah. Who is that? Let's know the words. <laughs> yeah. But that is the only song that is consistently on the radio that has a part where one of the singers misses their note. <laughs> it's crazy that they let that continue to play. Who, uh, who, si- uh, who sings? Also, the lyrics are very bad. Who sings more than words? Extreme, yes. Oh. Hairband, extreme. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, they, they've covered. I, I think All Star is still coming up. Um, I just got through. I, I think I've listened to like twenty-two of these just all in a row. Okay. Uh, one of them recently was Hey Ma, which was an early two thousands uh, hip hop dance hit. Yeah, song. I didn't know it. I think. You're thinking of Hey Ya, <laughs> yeah, and no. that's a very good song, so that doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, boy, I'm just like typing away. I have to do all of these songs for the suggested <laughs> yes. songs now. I did. You this. brought up a song. I podcast. did this. It's my fault. Um, but one of the- you have to put more than words at the end, and you have to put the part where the guy misses his note because it's insane. <laughs> I might not be the one who edits this song. I don't know sure. how to add a song to the end of the episode. So. Yeah. We- <laughs> did discover that. Uh, 
<laughs> I edited there, the next you two. You told me to look so for certain two buttons on my computer that I did not have. Yeah, that was a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not I enough f- buttons. forgot that you have a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pour some more buttons into your computer. I'm it's sure fine. That will fix it. I just played it from my phone and hold, held my phone up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Um, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, um, anyway, I really enjoy that there are people who are good at Twitter or whatever, but then also, like, they do other stuff, and I can support them in other ways. Mm-hmm. Mm, shit my dad said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starring yeah. famous Twitter user William Shatner. Ugh, God. <laughs> whatever became of that, he started, his account started to make posts that were very clearly not written by him, and then everything just sort of stopped. No one ever mentioned him ever again. I don't know what's yeah, happening with his Twitter. I think it's run by some kind of right-wing troll for some reason. Yeah, it certainly was. They weren't hiding it very well. They talked about things that, like anime, that William Shatner clearly does not know about. Yeah, like, why would William Shatner complain but, about SJWs? He's 95 years old. He doesn't know what that means. <laughs> yep. But that is what we pray happens to every uh, right-wing troll on Twitter, is that they just no, just everyone stops talking about them and they just disappear <laughs> from the public consciousness. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, see, I so, what I hope is that fine. their dicks explode and they die from blood loss. <laughs> yes, yes, certainly. But I just mean like the best the best punishment we can give to them that is realistic is just we all turn our backs and just ignore that they exist forever. Yeah. Um let's get into these real horny subreddits. Are any of them horny? I don't I've only looked at mine. One of them far. is, and then one of the other ones has a very horny gif on it. I would just like to say, real quick, I also have been listening to Punch Up the Jam, and I managed to catch all the way up on that podcast during the month that they are taking off, so that was pretty <laughs> dumb of me. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I think that I'll be catching up just as they start coming out again. Yeah. Is it funny? Is it Yes, it's yes. funny. Like, okay. uh, are you familiar I might, with I might give it a Are go. you familiar with Demi's Twitter at all? I don't think uh, so. He Electro Lemon is his handle. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen people retweet it, but I don't. Every he's famous for that remix of yeah, Jeff's about to yeah. Say every it. every year on uh, September 21st, he does a little. Oh, that yeah, guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And, yep. I know. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. I think he writes. I think he writes on the Good Place. I think he has a couple of episodes what? credited. Oh, that's great. He writes for I'm, James Corden. Now, oh, right. Sucks, that's I'm true. Sure it's a steady paycheck. Yeah. So good for him. What's very What's very good about this is that we we didn't say the. Thing Thing that he does every September twenty-first, <laughs> and we're not going to. Yeah, then we'd have to put that song in. I already well, used maybe, it at the end of a different episode. His version, <laughs> his version of it too. <laughs> well, anyway, the important thing is, fuck you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on uh, Electro Eleven's Twitter and scroll back. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah you, you, do research. We're giving you homework for this episode. Yeah, you can podcast. find the answer. We've given you all the clues. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you could uh, you could have okay. saved her. I gave you all the clues. <laughs> so go out there, Mr. Um, Police, to twitter.com slash electro11. <laughs> so, probably the least horny of these, ironically, is my one, which is r slash beer porn. <laughs> and just like all of the porn boards we've done, it's not about porn at all. Nope. It's about dumb people who really love a dumb thing, and they want to make it seem normal by saying it's like jerking off to pictures of naked people. Yep. 
Uh, yeah. I just hold on. Do you think porn is just pictures of naked? People? Yes. Uh, I <laughs> is, it not? is that your conception of porn? Okay. We know what art is. It's paintings of horses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, but for this one, um, I was looking at Louise's and discovered the porn ones actually all put hub right. hub at the end of their uh, handle. Apparently. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well. So I got r slash Margot Robbie, which is about the actress Margot Robbie. Now I have enjoyed her acting in films. In addition to the way her face and body look, I did not realize that she was naked in so many movies uh, until looking at this subreddit. She's Australian. <laughs> So you should have figured that. You had all the clues. Yeah. <laughs> it sure seems like everyone on Earth is very horny for her. Ooh, yeah. And that's fine. I don't think she's really my type, so I'm not the kind who would want to see that. Like, Something I that's... wouldn't g- go to a movie because I heard that Margot Robbie was nude in it or whatever, but, yeah. I mean, I guess perverts have to do something with their time. <laughs> so the thing that was weird to me was I got this um, uh, board, and then I thought, I think I've only seen her in one thing. What was it? I can't remember. So I did a quick IMDb. I have not seen anything she's been in. Really? But I Louisa, feel like I've seen her do things. Louisa, every Halloween you dress up as um, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been doing that for 20 years because I predicted yes. that movie. You're so fucking really Nostradamus. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I watched that movie just because I find her acting and um, behind very charming. And also I wanted to see how good Will Smith did, which he did a good job. Uh, but that was not worth watching. Uh. Well, the problem is that Will Smith is, does a very subdued job in that yeah. movie, which makes sense for his character, but also makes it like, oh yeah, like literally when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot Will Smith was in that. <laughs> every, all, pretty, <laughs> much, pretty much every actor did a really good job in that movie, but it's a bad movie that mm-hmm. isn't fun to watch. Jeff, ooh, remember yeah. the, the words you say mean things. No, pretty much he said, yeah. he did qualify. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only actor that did a good job was Margot Robbie, and I think she was the best part of that movie for sure but literally everyone else it's as if somebody shoved them onto the camera <laughs> and was like just say something uh, I, J- you're an alligator man i know? liked the alligator man and i well i was going to cr- i went with what you said i was gonna say i liked the crocodile man but i didn't want it to seem like i was correcting you <laughs> but now it's way worse it's uh i liked the <laughs> yeah, i liked the crocodile man and i also liked the boomerang guy uh and i feel it's like i would have been really into that knots climbing guy if he didn't get exploded five seconds in to his screen time in the movie. Oh god, but was somebody with dignity in that movie? <laughs> was it somebody with Will dignity? Smith. Uh I want to say Viola Davis was Yes. Her? She played okay. uh she played Amanda Waller. Oh yeah, she was she, she was, was fine. Good as Amanda Waller. She wasn't in it much. Cara Delevingne okay, did a pretty good smart. job as uh Enchantress slash June Moon. Did she? No, nah, she, she was not. fine. I mean, I guess most of her uh, most of her role in a movie is to have those very severe eyebrows and look at other characters. Yeah. I mean, she did a fine job of doing the thing that she did in that movie, which was to mostly be possessed by an alien who couldn't emote well. So, <laughs> I guess? Uh, my favorite thing about that movie is a very serious government agent trying to explain all the members of the Suicide Squad, and she gets to a chantress yeah. and is like, I have the heart of this witch from outer space right here, and if I stab it, she does what I want, and everyone else is like, yep, sounds reasonable. Like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Unless we end up doing Margot Robbie, which is a possibility, we cannot talk about okay. the squad anymore. Um, y'all seen I, Tanya? <laughs> no, no, no. I need to say, Jeff, talk about your uh, I got r slash better every loop, and the reason why this subreddit is horny is because, like, the 15th of all time is a powerlifter lady uh, just lifting up very oh, heavy no. weights and then dropping them on the ground. Oh, God. Thank God. I really was very um, uh, upset that that might have been something terrible happening, where she, like, lifts so hard that her entire bathing suit falls off. <laughs> Wait, why would that be horrible? I don't understand. Uh, no, she just say, like, ob- objectify Oh, right, I see. Who is an athlete. No, she's just very petite and smilingly lifts, like, 400 pounds and then drops it. And that's horny just because of your proclivity. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Um, so which one of these should we do, you guys? Uh, I think it's gonna have to be Margot Robbie because um, Can't Stop Watching it involves us watching GIFs and then not really explaining them to the audience, which has gotta be the worst. Yeah, that's yeah, I just feel so creeped out because this subreddit is just for people to exchange photographs of this celebrity, and that's the least interesting kind of subreddit. We did this with that cosplayer a long time ago as well, yeah. and I felt pretty gross about that. Yeah, I feel less, gr- I feel less gross about about this than that one because like uh, no they're all normal people but I don't know it's all bad <laughs> yeah. yes all sexuality is bad I'm glad yes. you come around to my way uh, finally <laughs> you, you I've been trying to say this for years and nobody ever believes me because I don't practice what I preach no no no, no, no. <laughs> have, yeah that's the problem you've seen the Venn diagram our fans came up with of, of me being horny and ashamed and Jeff you being horny no wait you're not horny and not not ashamed no i'm not horny and (laughs) And okay jeff you're not horny and not no you are horny (laughs) and ashamed and louisa you're horny and not ashamed yeah that means our audience has to be not horny but also not ashamed right yes that's Mm -hmm. correct um, Good for them. Yeah, this is mostly, there is a lot of photographs of her from, I think I've determined that it's The Wolf of Wall Street, where she is fully nude in a scene of that movie. Yes, Makes that sense. is that is the only nude picture I've seen on this, and it's posted uh, 11 times on the first two pages <laughs> yeah. of Top of All Time, so that's great. Well, there's actually, so there's Robbie, two different, I guess this? so, there's two different nude scenes with oh, her, yeah. it seems. Jeff, I okay. can't hear you. You're yeah, that's fine. Louisa, describe this board for us. <laughs> okay. So, I really don't like the new Reddit. I always have to go in and manually type in to go to the old Reddit, because the new one just showed me a plain blue top, yeah. but uh, the old one is showing me one that has a white background, says Margot Robbie real big in teal, and has a little picture of her down at the end. Speaking of a plain blue top, she could really use a plain blue top in this picture on the side instead of the white one that makes it so that it's see-through. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. is wearing a completely soaked-through shirt, but it is artfully arranged so that it's not actually like a wet t-shirt look. It just implies that it's going to be without actually being one. If you look at this picture long enough, eventually nipples will appear. It's like a magic eye for perverts. <laughs> I want to try and guess I what magazine this is Perverts can do that with from. any picture. Oh, I bet it's a classy uh, one. They love to do something be, like that. It's got to be like, uh, is Maxim still around? Or oh, no, it's not. One it's not like Maxim. Swank. Jugs. <laughs> Swank? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it. I think it's got to be from Glamour or Cosmo. I think Vanity Fair doesn't do photographs of people yeah. who are wet. 
Maybe GQ. Yeah, maybe GQ, GQ does this kind of horny content sometimes. Yeah, I feel like she's too good for that. Yeah. Although maybe maybe now maybe maybe now she is, but maybe back when this photograph was taken, she was uh, still trying okay. to break break into the public eye. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Louisa, I want to let you finish describing the sidebar before I get into my philosophical questions. So go. Okay. So it's very long and complicated. I don't think I want to read. Okay. So uh, sorry. Let's start over. Uh, there's no special flair on this board. It's just telling me there's 23,000 subscribers. Does not tell me how many people are here now. Uh, and it says, for fans of the gorgeous Margot Robbie. Margot Elise Robbie, born 2nd of July 1990, is an Australian actress. And then there's a whole bunch of her bio just listed, and that is all. <laughs> that is all that's on the sidebar there. Is it, is it just me, or does it get ten times creepier to use her middle name also? <laughs> yes. For some reason, it it strikes me as like, no, see, we're not just looking at her breasts. We know about her as a person, because we know her I think this was yeah. copied off of IMDb or something, and that's why yeah, it's I there. Know. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. do understand that, but also, when Louisa said it, I was like, you. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like when you see on social media a actual celebrity says, like, refers to their... Uh, loved one or pet by like a cutesy name so then forever people in the comments will be like oh, yeah uh, talking to your, your wife uh, teddy bear right like you don't get to do that you're yeah. not actually friends with this celebrity well I mean not to get too serious but especially for female celebrities yes. the idea of their male fans can take like for some reason, having in their mind a sense of ownership over that person is so gross yeah. and so pervasive and, like, it reminds me of the fan mail they used to read on Stop Podcasting Yourself of people being like, hey, I would like to invite this famous actress to have dinner with me at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Like, you know you don't know her, right? You know you have no like, connection to her, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's know. interesting. I know, it's terrible. I'm just so curious, like, like we have weird celebrity worship, and I just want to know, are any celebrities like normal people? Like, if you get very rich and famous, do you still like... They're just like us. Yeah, yeah I've seen a, a magazine column <laughs> that implies that they're just like us, so... <laughs> it's just so, like, we don't know any of them. We don't know what any celebrity is like. None of them. Yeah, well, some of them we know for sure are very disgusting perverts who should go to jail. Yes, that's true. We do know that a lot. <laughs> I, I feel like that is the... Like, I think you're right, Jeff, up until the point when I discover that they're monsters. <laughs> so, like, that's why some of my favorite celebrities, I'm, like, so scared to read any news about them. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I, I've, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but until, like, maybe ten years ago, I honestly thought that all celebrity couples were kind of just being a celebrity couple for the publicity. Like, that they would just go home and sleep in separate beds. <laughs> that's insane, yeah. right? Uh, like, well, I really thought that. Like, uh, just, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, which might have been true for them, actually, now that I think about it. Well, that's just because you watched a lot of Nick at Night as a child, <laughs> and they always slept in separate beds. On yeah. that, there, so. that is true, I think, for a lot of celebrity couples. I can't imagine that Jay-Z and Beyonce even see each other every day. 
<laughs> yeah, that that's definitely true. It's weird though, right? Because like, like on the one hand, you probably your publicist probably arranged your relationship, so you probably don't have any emotional connection. But you're both so gorgeous. <laughs> like, yeah. well, you probably are like, you know, we live together. We might as well fuck. <laughs> like, maybe if you're talking about Brad Pitt and his various wives, but Jay Z is not a looker. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like yeah. a lot of a lot of the, the people. I, I guess the thing is also that a lot of the very attractive men in Hollywood are gay, so that probably prevents them from feeling the desire to sleep with their beautiful fake girlfriends, yeah. right? But I remember like um, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. Ooh. Remember when they got together? And yeah, but neither I, of them are gorgeous. No, but here's the what? thing. Even about them, I thought, oh, like, for publicity. But no, in fact, I think fucking was the only thing those two <laughs> had in common. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. true. Remember when she carried his blood around on yes. her neck? Oh. <laughs> Anyway. Is she the one that was horny for her brother? Or was that... Yes. A, okay. You know, I couldn't remember. I mean, that's a mischaracterization, but they were, like, <laughs> weirdly, like, comfortable with being too gross in public, I guess. <laughs> I, um... <sighs> uh, anyway, my point is, we're gonna look at this subreddit, and it gives us... We're, we're gonna look at a lot of photographs of this person making eye contact with the camera, and we have no idea what her inner life is like. What if she's a weirdo? That's true. Yeah. I mean, she probably is a, just a hollowed-out person that has given everything to her career. I mean, it, it's worked. Like, she's really, really talented. Yeah, but she's probably, like, her soul has been destroyed by the crushing weight of disgusting men leering over her for the last however many Yeah, days. I guess you gotta yeah. wonder how, how psychically torturous it is to be uh, that level of celebrity. Although the fact that we don't really know a lot about her personal life probably says that she's very good at separating it from her public persona. That's true. Maybe I she just really does all her weird stuff in Australia and we don't find out about it. Mm. I would really love to find out that Margot Robbie is very into like mushroom foraging or something. <laughs> like that would suddenly make me be like, oh, I am interested in you as a celebrity. The problem is that these people on this board who are supposedly her biggest fans like the titles of the post says it all because it's like see-through dress mesmerizing beauty those red lips lovely beautiful none of these are like I think she did a good job in this movie yeah. or like yeah. I think she's a talented actress or there's, I wonder if she has any human qualities whatsoever besides breasts there's <sighs> there's such a weird uh, culture of people who are just very into looking at one picture of a person like I don't know <laughs> understand that. Well, okay, okay. No, thank you for saying that, though, because that brings me... Are we done describing this board? We're, we're into yes, the talking of about course. it now, right? Yes. Okay, here is my philosophical question that came to my mind. Is this, this board, the modern-day equivalent of hanging up pictures in your locker? Yes. yes. Is this, like, just, like, that has gone away, and now I was gonna say kids do it, but adults do it, too, like, that never got over that phase, I guess? Yeah. Because... I mean, I definitely hung up a picture in my locker when I was in high school of a girl, a celebrity girl. So, like, I get it, oh, I guess. Oh, no, see, I was afraid for anyone to... I didn't want any, to let anyone know that I was horny until I was mm, <laughs> 30. 
And then I could start letting people know, like, hey, actually, I experienced sexual attraction. Yeah. I, it was, and that's why you're saving yourself for marriage. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I, I was wait. wondering, I was wondering when the street date of that horny was. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I never, I never had like posters of like sexy women in my locker or my bedroom at all. I didn't put up posters either. I didn't like the thought of people like having ammo to use against me about anything. <laughs> you know? That's a very, um, like, I don't know, paranoid worldview that, like, by expressing the fact that you're interested in someone, it means that, that, that other people will use that against you. Uh, I think it was pretty well borne out by yeah. my life experience. Oh, Thank you. I should, I should point out that a paranoid worldview is the only correct worldview in high school. <laughs> I also, I think that it makes a lot of sense considering that I've known Louisa for a large number of years and have very, like, little idea what goes on in her life. <laughs> because if <laughs> yeah, I if I did silent. if I did know about it, I would definitely use it against you. So good on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. What's going to blow your mind, Jeff, is that I've known Louisa for thirty six <laughs> years, and I also have very little idea what's going on. In her life. I only yeah. just found out what story you've worked at for most of the time I've known you. <laughs> okay, hold on, Jeff. Don't give away Louisa's. I'm not. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to say what it is. I would like to point out a little bit of that is due to Jeff's memory, because I have definitely <laughs> mentioned where I worked several yes. times. Yes, on this podcast. <laughs> um, so none of you have uh, seen any Margot Robbie movies, except Matt, you probably watched Suicide Squad out of a nerd obligation. I was on an airplane, I mean, it was there. Yeah. You were literally being held hostage to see it. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, I... I yes, I saw Suicide Squad. I don't think I've seen any of the other ones that she's done, although I don't really know what she's been in. Wolf of Wall Street, The Big Short. I remember yeah. she got cast as Jane in that Tarzan movie, yeah. which before anyone talked about it, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then as soon as any information came out about it, I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> so I was have that, not seen it. Was that the one with the most attractive vampire from True Blood yes. as, as Tarzan? Yes. I assumed that... I, I assumed that Alexander Skarsgård's uh, role as Tarzan was the reason why Louisa was interested in it. That's the first thing I heard about it. He was cast, and I was like, oh, good for him. That's probably gonna be great for his career. (laughs) Yeah, and then (laughs) nobody saw it. (laughs) Which is crazy, because, like, I'm not attracted to men, and yet even me seeing those, I was like, I might see this just because Alexander Skarsgård is in a loincloth. Yeah, and Margot Robbie was unknown, but she was very beautiful. So I was like, "Oh, that's nice." But then the the more I heard about the movie, the less I wanted to see it. It's her career is really <laughs> interesting because she has been in um, one like very major movie that she was nominated for an Academy Award for and was a producer on I Tanya, and that was last year. Everything else has just been like, I gotta take this paycheck, (laughs) which is so weird because she's, like, a really good actor. Like, we mentioned, even in Suicide Squad, she does a good job, and that movie is garbage. Yeah. I remember something that really launched her into credibility, I think, was that 
uh, I forget which magazine, Vanity Fair maybe, but they had um, famous people give essays about who inspired them in their business, I think. And Martin Scorsese wrote that Margot Robbie was the most fascinating and talented actor he'd ever worked with or something. Oh, he just did that. He he just said that because she was naked in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I'm sure that's a big part of it. But the fact that he like publicly was like, I can pick anybody and I'm picking her. That's a fucking slap in the face to like Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I think, I mean, to be fair, have you seen I, Tanya? She's really, really good. (laughs) Uh, We've already established that I have. I know, it was a rhetorical question. Yes. I will say, though, that she has romantic scenes with Jared Leto and doesn't have a sneer of disgust in her face every day. She doesn't and barf. That is a, yeah, that is an acting feat that I never thought anyone would be able to achieve. Yeah, the fact, the oh, fact that she's so able to look crazy. happy and amused while uh, Jared Leto is trying to cuck her to common. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. God, that, that movie is movie. so bizarre. <laughs> Why did they make it? It's the only oh, scene that I've seen because somebody put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then comments like, know, yeah, like, I guess so. And then Joker kills him. Like, what? <laughs> I don't even know if Common is playing a yeah. named character. He's just in the. He's playing no, Common. He's a famous <laughs> person and he just plays like Nameless Goon <laughs> 3 for the Joker to kill. <laughs> what is the. What is the thing they're trying to establish in that scene? <laughs> like, that the Joker... First of all, are we supposed to take from this that the Joker does want to be cucked? And then... Has, is <laughs> yeah, he's saying it ironically. <laughs> you do get the feeling from that scene that he's, like, <laughs> doing it ironically, though. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I would love for this to happen. But he would love for it to happen. I guess, but then also he's like... But then, like Jeff says, he kills him, so, like... Yeah. Is it just an elaborate ploy because he wanted to kill Common anyway? We don't have any indication that that was the case, but it makes as much sense as anything Trying to read into any of the character choices in that movie is impossible. (laughs) The the only character with any motivation is Will Smith's character, Deadshot, and even his motivation is paper-thin at best. Yes, and also, I cannot believe that Will Smith joined the superhero movie craze with such a terrible character. Oh, God. Uh, He joined it with Yeah, he's done it twice now, where he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get into superheroes. Let me pick mm, Hancock. No, bad choice. You should have picked, uh, you should have been like, oh, I'm gonna be Spider-Man's dad or something. Like, I'm gonna be uh, friends with Captain America. Something like that. Why would you pick Hancock and Deadshot? The thing that's crazy is that Deadshot is basically just, like, a bad spin-off character from um, Deathstroke, and I was like, huh, I guess maybe they're doing this because Deathstroke isn't in the movies, but then he was in the, the Justice League at the end, played by the sexiest werewolf from True Blood. <laughs> they're getting all the work now. But Deadshot is actually a, like, good character in the comics, but not in the Suicide Squad comics, where he is just shooty-shoot guy who does shooting. Even in, well, you've obviously read way more comics than I have, but everything I've ever heard, uh, read, and seen of Deadshot is extremely boring. Like, yes, they're trying to get across a deeper story, and I applaud them for that, but, like, he should still be interesting. Yeah. It's okay to make him still have interesting things to do. He's, He's very interesting in Secret Six, which is... 
Suicide Squad adjacent, uh, I would say, except it's different and written by a good writer. Uh, and I want that to be a movie, and you can put Will Smith in that, and maybe that movie will be good. Yeah. They should just make Will Smith play Baron Zemo in a uh, Thunderbolts movie. They already had Baron Zemo in Captain America Civil War, and he wasn't played oh, yeah, by Will Smith. I forgot that. Yeah. He wasn't very good. No, he, he wasn't. Really he didn't really do much. Baron Zemo is a good character. Yeah, they didn't even have him put on that purple sock that he wears as a mask for some reason. Yo, that or that giant V-shaped <laughs> mask that is like that makes him look like a parasism. Oh, God. Anyway, so the 77th of all time is the first one post that I found that I could talk about because it's not just pervert stuff. <laughs> and it's still mostly pervert stuff, but the, like the comment, the title of it is That Dress. But the picture is her getting out of a limousine wearing a yellow dress and the man standing behind her has like this look of sort of disdain on his face, but also he looks exactly like uh, Toby Maguire. Is he? He <laughs> might be. Is I he don't Toby think Maguire? it is. I don't think it's Toby Maguire. He's like Toby Maguire's ugly twin brother. Oh, Stoby <laughs> Maguire. Yeah. What number did I you say it was? 77 of all time. 70? He does kind of. He yeah. does kind of look like Toby Maguire. looks exactly like Toby Maguire. 77 of all time for me is red he's... coat. Mm, I don't know. Oh, damn. Talking. Yeah, it's hilarious to me also that he is wearing a fancy waistcoat that has mm, 40 buttons yes. going down the front. <laughs> uh, he looks like a little kid like trying to wear a suit and not knowing how suits do. Oh, I see. I feel weird about this because this is the same dress, this is the same night, I believe, as the thing that was first thing I saw on this board, which was Nip Slip, which is someone oh, no. taking a photo into her car as the door was opened, and yes, you do see one of her. <laughs> which, like, how is that oh. exciting when her breakout role contained both of both of her nipples <laughs> yeah. in full view, and she consented to, for you to see them? Sexual content is more exciting when it's taking something from someone that yeah. they don't want you to have. <laughs> Vomit. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah, some people are definitely into that, for sure. What I really like on the first page was uh, uh, Margaret Robbie in a sexy one-piece bikini. <laughs> so, of course, all the comments are, that's not a bikini. <laughs> Wait, well, that's the title of it? Yeah, I was going to make that same comment number? to you uh, for saying that. Number 18, I believe. I've gone away from the page now. Uh, no. 18? It's not. <laughs> anyway. I keep sneezing. You can't possibly talk about this anymore. I should put yes, in the notes okay. when I sneeze um, just now so that it can be removed. And also all this of you talking about having sneezed so that we don't have to... Have nope, it's shit. that staying in. Um, oh, okay, that's <laughs> solid gold. Um, the, so Margot Robbie is naturally a brunette, right? Probably, most people are. I don't think so. Well, I mean, her eyebrows are crazy dark for a blonde person. A lot of people do that with makeup, though. Yeah, I guess. Is, is she one of the vanguards of this, like, new trend of incredibly, like, prominent eyebrows? I think that's pretty uh, uh, standard now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's actually kind of cool. I'm... I love when the, like, I remember when I was a kid and, like, thinking about the standard of beauty and I kind of thought, like, oh, the standard of women's beauty has been pretty firmly established for, like, hundreds of years or whatever. But no, it changes a lot. And I like when it changes to something that 10 years ago people would have been like, you gross. I yeah. very much appreciate I just noticed that her portrayal of Harley Quinn has a tattoo uh, just above the pubis that says Lucky You in script. Yep. Gross. That's like Lucky Jeans that say Lucky You inside the fly. 
Yeah, that's probably exactly, that's, it's probably that. They just made a temporary tattoo of it and put it on. <laughs> Can I say, I, knew I feel I so knew bad. Jeans, and it was not until very recently that I realized that was supposed to be an innuendo thing. And I thought it was like, yeah, it's lucky you got these nice jeans to wear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, really because good. honestly, um, for all I- that, like, people want to pretend that they have all of this crazy sex, like, the person who looks at the inside of my fly <laughs> the most is me by a factor of one billion. Yeah. So, well, lucky I you. I guess, like, lucky you, now you can take off your pants and go to sleep. <laughs> that's what you're always waiting to see. I mean, that's part. pretty good. <laughs> I found a picture of her with uh, pretty long roots, and I think she dyes lighter blonde, but is normally like a sandy Yeah, that blonde. makes sense. It, it, it certainly tracks with this picture of her with wet hair on the sidebar, because that that's a good way mm. to usually tell how dark someone's hair is naturally. Yeah. What. I yeah, I, I think the look now is to dye your hair and then let it grow out. Yeah. I think that's one that of is the hot the look looks. And I don't like it. Oh, I like it a lot. She it's so weird to me how she looks like like a young um what's that woman who plays Cersei Lannister? Oh uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Lena Headey. I don't know if that's how she her name like is a pronounced. Young Lena Hedy or whatever. Um but like only like two years younger. Like, not even that much younger. <laughs> even though she's, like, 12 to 15 years yeah, younger? Yeah, I mean, Lena Headey, Headey looks good. I mean, like, she doesn't look old or anything, and similarly, I think that mm. Mario Robbie doesn't look old or young. She looks like a normal adult age, so, like, I don't think, I mean, I guess they just look similar enough in age that it's like, you know, I, for a second I was gonna say, oh, Margot Robbie should play, like, a young, like, Cersei Lannister on Game of Thrones sometimes, but it would only, it would be like a flashback to the beginning of the series. <laughs> She is quite young, though. She just, like, has yeah, she's a poise about her that makes her seem older, but she's only 28. She's 28, yeah. Okay. Well, how old she is she? She's 44. Uh, oh, wow. She's technically old enough to be Margot Robbie's mom, right? 16-year <laughs> I mean, age difference? Well, I don't know what the technical definition <laughs> of mom is, but... <laughs> Um, I've, I'm looking at 39 of all time, and it's one of the, it's, like, from a photo shoot for Suicide Squad, oh, and it's- weird, I clicked on that same one one second before you said it, sorry, go on. It's got very intense eye contact, and very good, like, environmental makeup. Um, yeah, the, the, the gash on her forehead is quite, uh, interesting, although it yeah. looks too recent to not be yeah. bleeding. It should be a weeping wound. Uh, the thing yeah. about this photo that is most striking to me is it reminded me that she does a type of acting that I am sure has a technical term that I just call face acting. And she is a really good face actor. Uh, As opposed to a heel. <laughs> yeah, she never plays the villain. No, uh, she just is like, she emotes really, really well with her face. And she does it really good in Suicide Squad, and uh, especially good in I, Tanya, which is an actually good movie, instead of a bad movie. I appreciate that in this picture she doesn't have those ring lights uh, reflected in her eyes, which make me so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, almost, that photographers love to use. Yeah, almost every close-up portrait of, like, a, a actor or actress's face, they have that ring light reflected in their irises, and it's so weird-looking, and it's so upsetting to me. She does have some kind of light reflected. I want to click through and see if you can see. It looks like maybe an array of overhead bulbs. 
why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. I this don't know why we're doing this. This is a, this is a level hidden of, message. <laughs> yeah, this is a level of creepy I didn't even think we would get to. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to look at this life-size, larger-than-life-size zoomed-in photo of Margot Robbie's face to see what kind of lights the photographer was using. Oh wow, I this- I've said this before on the podcast, but it really bothers me that the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn is all red down one side of her body and all blue down the other side because Harlequin, by definition, swaps back and forth when you're yeah, doing, like a yeah. checkerboard. Doing, yeah. yeah, that was ah. yeah, that was a mistake that they made in the comics that people liked the design. This photograph is also detailed enough that you can see the uh, wig. You can see that it's a wig. Like you can <laughs> yeah, see fine. down the part you that it's Jeff. Listen, I'm your friend. And I want you to not come off at the end of this podcast sounding like a murderer. <laughs> and so I really need you to stop minutely examining this picture of a stranger's face. There's just nothing else to do with this subreddit except be performatively woke about how I actually hate to look at this beautiful, talented actress or examine the photos objectively for what they are. <laughs> I'm very upset about this Reddit, the fact that, like, there's so many fun underwear styles for women, and I just am, I'm just saddened that there's no, I can't wear fun underwear as a man. I have fun underwear. Let's see what kind I underwear. wear. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't. I don't have any fun underwear. I have one pair of undies, which is, which get pretty uncomfortable after a while. I guess we're, uh, we're never going to be sponsored by undies. I like undies. They just <laughs> fall apart in the wash. That is their only problem. You have yeah, to- that's what I mean, and as they are, once they get to the point where they're falling apart, they're very uncomfortable to wear. <laughs> Especially if you are of, of the penis having variety of human. I have these, um, these trunks that I got from H&M that have a little pouch in the front for your business. Um, and it makes your oh, whole... does it make it look like an elephant or whatever? No, it's like, it just, like, the way that they sit on you when you're wearing them, just, it looks nice. So maybe try yeah, uh, a nice trunk guess... from H&M. No, but here's the thing, Jeff. This is what I'm saying. Male underwear is so bad that you think that that is fancy underwear. Whereas, like, you know, fancy underwear for women is all, like, elaborate and colors yeah, and, and interesting, fair. like, fabrics and cool stuff, and like, I I know it's been said a thousand times, and obviously in every other way, like, <laughs> women don't have it better than men, but like... In this God, one way, God, it. I hate them. Just throw them <laughs> in the garbage. Wish, yeah, I just wish that I... I love wearing fun socks, and I just wish I could also wear fun underwear. Yeah, you can. I feel like there's enough underwear boutiques online now that you can. I guess I do know how to sew lace onto something. Yeah. Also, have you considered just wearing women's underwear? Because it's not actually a gender thing. Um, I mean, I have worn, like, Speedos and stuff, which I feel like are fairly similar in terms of constrictiveness, and they are not comfortable. Yeah, a lot of underwear isn't, that's the problem. If it looks good, it doesn't feel good. I guess that's probably grew of everything. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm finally. I'm finally looking at the that the that dress photo, and I'm thinking maybe that's her husband who is not famous. Is she married to Toby Maguire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second, real, uh... Secondary question: Is she married to Toby Maguire for thirty years? In the <laughs> back in time, <laughs> she's married to some British guy who does not have his own Wikipedia page, and they got married before she was a big deal either. So oh, going yeah. back. Back to the celebrity couple thing, it's probably true love in this case. 
Mm, they're probably going to get divorced uh, yeah. within 2018, <laughs> before the end of the year. <laughs> wow, that's your prediction? That's so mean. Yep. Well, no, it's she, not, she's going to go accept her Oscar for whatever movie she was in this year, uh, the Mary Queen of Scots movie where she plays Elizabeth the First, and then she's going to oh yeah, she's she going to accept her Oscar and be like, "Thank ass. you to my husband, blimey, crikey, whatever they say down there." <laughs> every no, <laughs> every fucking page of this board has at least three uh, posts titled "Stunning Beauty." Yeah. Uh, or f- or from the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Those or, are the two options. Like, yeah. Uh, just you're already being perverted on a board full of perverts. At least yeah. come up with an original name. No. Here's the thing, though. They think because they're saying "stunning beauty" and "flawless" that they are not being perverts. That they are mm. just appreciating art in some weird, creepy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women are objects yeah. like art is. Yeah. We should just do a, make one of those Chrome plugins and replace every instance of the word "stunning" with "me want touch." <laughs> me want touch pretty lady. I would like one of these to be stunning beauty and then it'd be a gif of her tasing one of her fans. <laughs> <laughs> tasing a beauty photographer? <laughs> tasing Emma Watson in costume yeah. for her live action Beauty and the Beast? That was going to be the next. We did it. Three of them. <laughs> We've done it. Okay, let's stop talking about this. Now. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. I'm sorry. Sorry. If we made, I'm sorry if we made you feel bad for being attracted to Margot Robbie. I want to make it clear that's fine if that's your thing. If you're posting about it a lot on the internet, probably don't. Yeah. yeah. If you have one picture of her that you're so obsessed over that you're coming on this board to put that picture up and saying, "Oh, Please. can't someone find me a better HD picture of this picture <laughs> with a million question marks?" Then you Louisa, are Louisa, please find or. a different verb to describe using this board. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Coming on this board? Oh. <laughs> or, or, or you already have an HD uh, copy of your favorite picture and you're posting it on this board so that other men can also stimulate themselves sexually to that picture? That's that a was, thing! That was, That's a weird thing to want to do! That was I more explicit than if you had said jacked off. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess it was. So I'm sorry for that also. Uh, but anyway, thank Let, you guys. Let's for- just not release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this unaired episode. I don't know how you did it, but good for you that you've hacked Jeff's computer. <laughs> She's also got a dolphin farting rainbows as a tattoo above her waistline in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Great. Um, so thanks. If you like the episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please tell your friends about the show. Uh, we Every time we see new people posting about the show, it makes me sick. So happy. Uh, so please keep doing that. Every time that you think you should post an HD picture of Margot Robbie's face, instead tell a friend about how great our podcast is. Yes, that's the best way. Um, and uh, please come on back. Oh, well, nope. That's not yeah, that. there's a lot more stuff to talk <laughs> yeah, about. There's way more things. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. You can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Um, and uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. Go to Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. Go to coolmemes.biz or funtimes.online to view. Nope. Listen to more of my podcasts. <laughs> uh, God, the hundred dozen more episodes Wait. of this show. And I think. Wait. 
when what? are you going to when are you going to post the visualizer on your thing so that people can watch our podcasts? Maybe I'll have while, a, a while very high on mescaline. A link. I think that I should find some kind of automatic like video generator where you plug in a podcast and it makes like a little cool like waveform visualizer so that we can upload them all to YouTube. But uh I haven't done that oh, and I, may never. I didn't I didn't realize you were planning on getting very into doing marijuana. <laughs> uh no, I just think that YouTube is a place where people like to go to listen to music and podcasts while they're at work. Um, that's crazy. That's the crazy thing you're saying. Yeah, I agree that it's crazy, but people do it. Um, and, uh, you know, I also, every time I'm at Hot Topic, think about buying the Daddy Little's, Daddy's Little Monster t-shirt as a joke, but I don't do it. Uh, you should absolutely do it, Jeff. Jeff, if you do it and post a picture of yourself on our CA Reddit account, I guarantee everyone will love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I can still purchase it at Hot Topic, but I will check next time I'm at the mall. I, I mentioned on this podcast a couple of weeks ago that they are still selling it at Halloween Spirit. Uh, excellent. <laughs> then maybe I'll buy it there. Um, yep. I think that we need to talk about the poll, and then we can finally be done recording this cursed episode. Alright, and you can find me on Twitter at HeronBird, and you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa Heron, at Mastodon.xyz. Thanks everyone who voted in our... Oh no, first of all, thanks... God, I'm getting all the, uh, the order wrong. <laughs> thanks everyone who's tweeted about us. Uh, we very much appreciate everyone. <sighs> No. <laughs> um, thanks to thanks to at gr, gr think. Thank you. Thanks to at grizzled bears. Thanks. Thanks to at dusty gulch. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> responded about how my option for the uh, the poll this past week was the only correct answer. I don't even remember what the poll is about. The Ninja Turtles. Was, yes, if you had to merge it with another uh, mm. animal like the bad guy in every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, uh, which animal would be the one. And my choice of owl was the victor by 55%, perhaps the highest hmm. margin of victory we've ever had. Hmm, it's pretty crazy. Pretty good. Uh, second, second place was rabbit, uh, which I think was our wild card. Third place was Jeff's funny, uh, funny one of blue whale. <laughs> Which is pretty funny now that I'm remembering it. Thank uh, you. And lo- last place was Louisa's gi- giraffe. Damn it, that one was so funny, though. The problem is that the funniness of giraffe is was outdone by the funniness of blue whale because they're the same kind of funny, really. <laughs> of like, how hard would it be to live with that? <laughs> I guess. I'm just imagining like Mr. Krabs's daughter Pearl from SpongeBob, who's just like an anthropomorphic whale. I think the newscaster on BoJack Horseman is also a blue whale. Also, uh, Wide Whale from the Venture Brothers. Also, Fudgy the Whale. (laughs) Whale people are all very funny. Uh, Alright, well, thanks everyone for listening. We very much appreciate you coming by. Please come back next week, but in the meantime, please remember that now you're playing with power. If you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. Mm, Hang in there, baby.
Jeff, I really thought you were going to say Daddy's Little Monster. <laughs> <laughs>